What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, Patrick's back. That's right, bitches. He's just, oh, and Murray's here, too. He's outside barking like a jackhole. Oh, fucking jackass. Little dick. (laughs) (laughs) What are you barking at, you little fucker? Boom! (laughs) I'll put a shotgun noise in there. No, (laughs) but Patrick's back just to guest on. He wanted to come over and hang out. It's like we don't even hang out anymore, you know what I mean? Now I that, know, I feel like a jackass. Yeah, what a dick, and you don't even do shit. No, I'm well, I'm, I'm kind of, like these last two weeks, I've been down to one car, so like, if I don't have to drive that fucking car anywhere, I don't want to. Oh, because <laughs> it doesn't have air conditioning? No. Oh, no, that's why. Not. You're like, well, first I gotta get out of bed, and that's a huge, <laughs> huge traveling situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been picking up hobbies, you know what I've been doing a lot lately? What? I've been, I've been making a lot of juice. Juice, huh? A lot of juice. Well, like, what kind of juice? It sounds kind of gross. Right? Right? A little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been it making can ki- be a little dirty. I've been making Kelly juice <laughs> every day, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, what I call making juice is I've been playing a lot of Gears of War. And the reason I oh. say that, because every time you get up close with that fucking shotgun, it's like you're, it's like an ocean spray commercial. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> so, well, I call that, it making juice. That is a good game for being gory, I guess. Dude, it's the best. But it is juice because the color of the blood is like orange or some shit, isn't it? They've kind of changed the palette a little bit. It's not as gooey as it used to be. Remember, right. you used to see little bits of like rib cages and shit like that. It's yeah. it kind of went more a little chunky instead of having like little riblets and shit. <laughs> I guess. Oh, like little ribs like popping out. Uh, no, it's just it just seems more chunky now mm. instead of like giblets. <laughs> I haven't even been able to play any fucking games whatsoever. I haven't seen you at all, at all dude. That's because I've been busy as fuck, man. Like, sometimes I just need a mental break from everything. A mental break. Let's Are you I... like... Oh, we didn't take our shot. You want to take our Sambuk together? Sambuk? Let's do it. Cheers, bitch. To a good show. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mm. It got... Big old bag of black jelly beans. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> snuck up on me for a second. Yeah, I would throw the. Yeah, I know it's it's been a while. Woo. Yeah, it's not that it's like high. Doesn't taste like your own juice, you know. But it's just so sweet, and I don't. It is really super sweet. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's fucking. You could cook with that shit. That's what it's for, isn't it? Like most people cook with it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyways, it gets us amped. Oof. Hopefully, Pat's gonna puke, and he hasn't been here in a while. He's like. I don't know what I ate, but it tastes like tuna fish in the back of my throat. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. That and black jelly beans. Don't mix well. <laughs> so what have, What else have you been doing? 
A uh, little bit of remodeling to the house. We got our friend from England coming out here oh, yeah. in October. So Our friend from across the pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've been installing cameras. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one right behind the toilet <laughs> right. so you can see him. If you guys want to, you know, pay to watch, I mean, the website. Check it out at, what's his name? Uh, David. David's, what's his last name? Okay. <laughs> David, DavidSmith.com. Yeah, it's going to be a great show, guys. Tune in. Get your socks out. Get your... Uh, get that one hand free. Yeah, get your baby powder. It's time to get wild. <laughs> baby powder. I don't know. I was just saying whatever came to my head. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I've been doing. I mean, aside from like kind of taking a mental break a couple of days, like, right. Cause I get so like, I'm like doing like the, do you love horror Facebook group? Trying to post in there, try to post on the, on the, on the Facebook page for the, for the podcast. And then like 17 other fucking places that I do. And then I'm always trying to brainstorm and shit. So I was like past couple of days, I've just been like, not even trying to look at my phone. Really? Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. No, I feel you, dude. I hate looking at my phone. You know that. Well, the whole world's like, I was like, I asked Christina this morning. I was like, so is the world on fire yet? Or is there anything? <laughs> it gonna seems be? like Yeah, it. I know. I, was, I got into it. My dad, I was like, I don't even give a fuck anymore, dad. I was like, I hope the whole fucking place burns down and everyone <laughs> fucking kills themselves. All right. And I'm just sitting here clapping, drinking a fucking iced tea. All right. Because fuck them. Yeah. It's like, Light it up, motherfuckers. I feel like Dante every time I wake up. You right. Know what I mean, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Fucking. <laughs> What, in hell? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not even supposed to be here. And the temperature is, uh, is blazing 2,500 degrees. <laughs> I think steel melts at that at that level. <laughs> you walk out and there's just like the, the Terminator 2 fucking situation. With or people, you just hold it on to like... Like, like the... holding onto the fence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, no! <laughs> it's like little kids turn into ash and shit. <laughs> What's that thing called? The Miracle Round or whatever? Miracle Mile. No, no, no. The little thing that you spin around. Little kids on the playground. Oh, Merry-Go-Round. Merry-Go-Round. There we yeah. go. The Miracle Round. You know, my first band was actually called Merry-Go-Down. Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, I knew Mary. Actually, it might have been my second one. My first one that I... This is my production ones. Right. I think my first one was Don't... Or it was called Fear the Landlord. And then the second one was Merry-Go-Down. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, I first named it M-A-R-Y, but I meant Mary as in like, right. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I was remember, like, oh, fuck my space. Why did you fuck me? Right. I remember <laughs> when I first met you, you used to do a lot of freestyle shit. Oh, well, I don't know about freestyle, but I can sing freestyle more than I can rap. Yeah, I can but, write raps. You know, I, I remember you doing a couple little raps every once in oh, a while. Oh, yeah. I don't like doing that. <laughs> you're actually, you're pretty good at it, though. Uh, well, I, I can freestyle sing. Right, maybe I you, do that all the time. You know, you and Dashy kind of have that same personality. That uh, I, I don't like know about that. Eat, like, <laughs> no, yeah, right. He's a little bit more wild. Yeah, he's he's fucking. He's like he's the kid that never took Ritalin. Right. Like I was the kid that got drowned out by it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we might be brothers. I think you might be. <laughs> uh, guys, by the way. I know I, we didn't tell you what the fuck we're doing, and you're probably like, "Why are they babbling on about stuff?" It's well, been we haven't like 15 minutes. Yeah, we what haven't seen fuck? Patrick in a couple of weeks. Why don't you guys just chill the fuck out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but we're gonna have a great show for you tonight or really today, whatever time it is um, in your world when you're listening. Could be six years from now. I right? Hey, if we're from the past. I love you. Um, <laughs> no, but we're gonna be doing some really cool shit. We're doing we're doing the full moon roulette. 
And so this, I think, is our last full moon roulette. Oh, really? Which we did um, bad channels. Maybe we might do it next week. And we'll do like a live stream to see which one we do with the Wheel of Horror. Um, but yeah, we picked, we spun, we won, and we got bad channels. So we're going to be talking about that today. I hope you watched it, Patrick. And you, you didn't watch like a bunch of reviews on it. Oh, yeah. You know, that's how I do it. That's how yeah. I roll. Oh, dude, don't worry about it. I watched like 12 reviews of it. So you didn't right. watch the movie, but you watched enough that would have been more than the movie. Yeah. Okay. Exactly good. That. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Uh, no, but you did watch it. Okay. No, so, no, but, for sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, but I did. I think it's that time, Patrick. Oh, shit. Horses! So, guys, we are back, and we're going to be doing our horse shots today. If you guys don't already know, we talked about this on Last week, we're going to be talking about two movies this Thursday. We watched Full Eclipse with Mario Van Peebles. We also watched Project Metal Beast, which is two werewolf movies from the 90s that we chose to watch. And boy, were they some winners. Um, <laughs> but we figured we'd take a horror shot, as we always do, to pregame for the Thursday show. And, of course, by the way, guys, Brittany will be back for this Thursday's episode. So just hang in there. Um Patrick came early because he could only do it early. We're going to do that early, and then she's going to come back for Thursday. So this shot, we're going to call it a lichen choke, which is a play on words off of lycanthrope, which means werewolf. See, like, I automatically thought that you were trying to play off, like, lightly choked. Yeah, lightly. <laughs> no, that's not a safe word, dude. <laughs> Like, how do you lightly no, choke Patrick, somebody? No, Patrick, I'm really okay. <laughs> like, Seriously. I'm going to be ginger. Back off! <laughs> Come on, dude. Just let, me, just let me get my thumbs in there. <laughs> Here, look. Like, let me put my noodle in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> we're getting out of control. All right, so we're going to be doing a lichen choke, as you guys already know. And the ingredients that we will be using to make this delicious disaster... All right, before you do that, we got a bottle cap opener in here, because I'm going to need a chaser. Just use a screwdriver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just get on that. <laughs> How did we open this? <laughs> How do I do it? Does it slide, or? What do I do? You break it over a table. <laughs> that works. You, like, got shard- <laughs> shards of glass in the drink, and you're, like, stabbing your lips with the fucking... Has a little spice. <laughs> All right, so some of the ingredients that we have is Midnight Moon, which is apple pie moonshine. It's not real moonshine, but it's the handmade, supposed artisanal. It's artisanal. Uh, yeah. I fucking hate that word, by the way. It's not real moonshine because I looked it up and it's like 35% alcohol by volume. Evan Williams is stronger than this. But if you smell this shit, it smells like fucking paint thinner. Like, I don't know if they just put something in it to make it seem like that. They were like, just throw in some kerosene, Bill. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It just, put a little bleach in there. You'll, yeah. yeah. Let them crystallize their lungs up real quick. <laughs> anyway, so you want to use a little bit of Midnight Moon. It's a apple pie moonshine. Then you're going to put in Snapple Mango, because we had to add some sort of 90s flair, and Snapple was big in the 90s. And then, of course, one thing that Patrick hates and is trying to chicken out of Topatillo. is just a single drop of Topatillo. 
Tapatillo. What we're going to do is we're going to literally put one drop in the bottom of the shot. Hey, that was two. That was one. It didn't I... even go in. <laughs> I'm going to put one in yours. You'll Fuck be all right. Fuck it. Go. Oh. Sorry. I can use that one. You can use that one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm a bitch. You'll be all right. I don't want angina. <laughs> I don't need angina. Got that shine. By the way, they give you a fucking mason jar. <laughs> yeah. Like the old days, like as if it's like some potent shit. Like you want to get some real shit? Get that one that looks like it's in a fucking kerosene can. Right. Have you ever seen those? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to power my fucking uh, chainsaw or fucking <laughs> like put this in a fucking drink. Like, Just like 50-50? It looks like, like no, paint thinner. It looks like paint thinner. Anyway, so we filled up the shot with the one drop of Tapatio. You can use whatever hot sauce you want to use. But just one drop on the bottom of the cup. Pour them out two-thirds of a shot of the moonshine, the midnight moon apple pie. And then we're going to take whatever's left at the top of that shot and fill it with Snapple mango. Little bit of Snapple. And I suggest using like Louisiana hot sauce if you're out there. It's a higher quality sauce. Yeah, listen to this fucking dick bag over here. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. All right. Cheers, dude. Um, you know, the Sambuk kicked my ass more than that did. That's what I'm saying. It's not so bad. No. It smells like shit, but... It tastes like shit, too, but... It tastes all right. It tastes like a spicy mango drink or something. It tasted like old chicken wings. <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you guys want to check that out, all you got to do is just go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now or later. Sometime. Sometime. But yeah. But yeah, if you want to ever take a shot and show us that you made the same shot and impress us, we may give something out to the first person who does it. We haven't had any entries yet. Really? Make a video. You win some free shit. What do you know? I can't say what that free shit is. It could be a car. <laughs> I don't know. Could and be You a, get a car. It might and be my a fucking like, a shoestring that fell off my shoe. <laughs> but it's going to be from us, so it's magic. It's just magic. <laughs> anyway, that's it for Horror Shots. So, Pat, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to tell you something. It's the fucking news! Here is the fucking news! Alright, guys, so we got a few things that are uh, silly and, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I put up uh, a little bit of a funny sort of joke kind of uh fake article okay and i thought it was so obvious <laughs> oh wait is this the nasa thing yes yeah yeah yeah. so i put this up and i'm not trying to make you fun got of... me for a split second i, that, I wasn't trying to get anybody i thought i genuinely honestly like it thought everybody knew it was a joke i did at first and i was like but i was like i'm gonna research it you know what I mean? I'm right. Like, I got to research. Well, I started laughing. I was like, because honestly, I was like, even if it's true, it's fucking great. Like, what are you going to do about it? Right. Like, <laughs> so NASA says that darkness should consume the earth. No big deal. <laughs> That's what I posted on Facebook. And everybody's like, Alex, this is not true. 
this is not true. And I was like, I know it's not true. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to make fun of anybody. Like, I really honestly thought everybody knew that it was a joke. Right. Like, you ha- when you, once you read the article, you're like, yeah, it's a funny one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, so, so here, I'm going to try to read through this as quick as I possibly can. So it says, there have been many reports about changes our planet could endure in the next months and years to come. But many of them didn't really pan out, making us question everything we read on the Internet. But this time, NASA confirms all hell on Earth. No, it doesn't say that, but (laughs) it just says confirms what's been circling the web recently. It says starting November 15th, there'll be darkness for 15 days on planet Earth. And it said it said it's confirmed that the phenomenon will start on November 15th at 3 o'clock a.m. and will most likely last until November 30th, 4.45 p.m. According to the experts, this blackout will be caused by an astronomical event between Jupiter and Venus. There was an even a detailed 1,000-page document about written by Charles Bolden, head of NASA, <laughs> explaining this strange event to officials at the White House. According to the report, during the specific period, Jupiter and Venus will become in close proximity of each other and will be separated by just one degree. Venus will move to the southwest of Jupiter, and as a result, it will shine ten times brighter than Jupiter. Venus bright light will heat up the gases in Jupiter, causing a reaction which will release in an absurdly amount of hydrogen into the, into the space. The reaction will come in contact with our sun at 2.50 a.m. November 15th. And it says, once the hydrogen reaches the sun, a massive explosion is bound to occur on the surface of the sun, increasing the temperature to more than 9,000 degrees. (laughs) The whole process will generate so much heat that the sun will change its color into a bluish shade. It's like, what? <laughs> like, if the sun's blue, we are like fried critters on this planet. Right. And, like, they even talk about, like, sun flares, like, knocking out all of our fucking, like, like shit. Like, if that happened, it there would, would be, be no more power. Y- yeah, there would be fucking devastation. Like, like it'd be like escape from L.A. all over again. It says, once this happens, the sun will need a minimum of 14 days to restore its normal color and temperature. Uh, we do not expect any major effects from the blackout event. The only effect this event will have on Earth is an increase of six to eight degrees in temperature. The polar cla- cap will most likely be affected by this. No one should worry much. This event would be similar to Alaska's experience in the winter. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say I'm sorry, guys, because I did post that on the fucking page. And I was just thinking it was so funny. Do you think people will be smart enough to know? Well, I woke up to it, first of all, so I didn't really think it out. I just started laughing about it, and I was like, oh, this is funny. You should share this. Anyway, so my apologies. If you believed it, I'm an asshole. If you didn't believe it, congratulations. We laughed together. (laughs) No one's stupid. Everyone's beautiful. I love you. Uh Also, I'm just going to jump through these real quick, Patrick. Basically, what we have is this past weekend, Fright Fest has played the Kane Hodder story, which is to Helen Back. It's a deeply moving, very passionate, very uh, interesting documentary that is going to be hitting the streets on Blu-ray and DVD today, guys. So, yes, today. You can actually watch that documentary if you're a fan of Kane Hodder, who has been pretty much considered the number one Jason of the series and has done many, many other films uh, as a as a character actor of sorts. So be on the lookout for that. All 
Also, Vestron Collector Series has actually announced their next video that they're going to be putting out on Blu-ray, and it's going to be a 2K transfer, is Slaughter High. You guys asked for it. We're getting it, guys. I've never seen it. I'm waiting till Blu-ray because I just can't fucking wait. It's coming out October 31st, so be on the lookout. Make sure you pre-order now from Vestron. Uh, so it has come out recently that the IT director has thoughts on the 1990 version. There's a couple of things in the news about this because the movie's going to be coming out soon. Um, for a lot of horror fans, Tim Curry is pretty much the epitome of what Pennywise is, right? Right. Well, to at least half, because most other people have either read the book or have not. And I'll, you know what? I, I hate that. I know you're in the middle of this, but like, I really enjoy this new actor. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The way he delivers his lines. Well, did you get to see the four-minute preview? I didn't want to. Like, I've seen enough to know that it's going to be a good movie. Oh, man, it's already confirmed. Like, I feel like it is going to be really good. I, I can't say that 100% it'll be good, but he uh, has said a few things here in the news recently that, um, to be honest, he admits in an interview for the latest issue of SFX Magazine, I wasn't a big fan of the miniseries. I was not a child anymore when it came out in 1990, so my attachment was very much to the book and to the world of Stephen King more than the miniseries. So he's like, I totally acknowledge how iconic the miniseries was for a generation, but also you have to say that it impacted that generation because they saw it with young eyes as a TV movie or on VHS, he explains. A lot of people don't remember the whole thing, but they're terrified of the iconic scenes of the clown behind the sheets in the beginning and the storm drain. So, but he also recently, just just the other day, actually, went on to say some more. The director of the new It movie also said, director Andy Muschietti has explained in an interview that he had with Collider, and we'll give you a link to that, uh, if you want to check it out. But he says, I'm very happy making an adaptation, my interpretation of the story, and I would be thrilled to meet Stephen King, by the way. But there comes a time in the process where you start feeling good with your interpretation of it and your contribution to the story, and it doesn't feel like I want to discuss my ideas with him, you know? I don't know. It feels like something that I would be embarrassed to tell him, you know? Your words and your moments don't work, right? <laughs> As he laughs. Right. Yeah, he's like he's like, yeah, well, uh the director also continued on to explain that he was he chose more of a 19th century depiction of Pennywise the dancing clown. Right. And this is what he said. Yeah, well, the fact that this entity has been around for thousands of years, I'm more drawn, I never aesthetically, I don't dig the 20th century clown i think it looks cheap and it's too related to social events and stuff and circus and stuff with which circus is fine but i'm more aesthetically attracted to the old time like the 19th century clown and given that this guy has been around for centuries i wondered myself why why not have an upgraded that was 1800s so a lot of news is coming out about it right now they're really trying to fucking get the fucking train going for this movie i think they've Really? Yeah, I saw successfully that. done a good job. Right. Yeah, I've seen all the trailers. Well, not all the trailers. I, like after I think after the third trailer came out, I was like, pretty much, yeah, this is going to be a good movie. That's the only reason I was watching it because I was just worried. You know, sure, is it going to be a good movie? Is it going to be shitty? But it seems like they stuck to a lot of the same notes from the original movie, 
and kind of made them shine a little bit more. Well, I don't know. I, I don't think it was based off the movie. I mean, everybody always tries to correct me online when I make a, you know, when I talk about the two. They're like, well, right. you know, it's not based off that. It's like, I get it. Like, it's cool. Yeah, it's its own thing. So it's based off the book more, supposedly, but it's also his own interpretation. Right. So. It still thinks like they've, they've took a little bit from the original series and kind of made it their own. Well, my buddy Ken King, who is in the Do You Love Horror group, and he's also like a writer and filmmaker, okay. he was like, you know, maybe it'll be a good movie since King's not attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't argue with him. I mean... You know, there's a certain thing about Stephen King's style that I really enjoy. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not saying he no, does no, no, everything. No, 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 He doesn't mean his writing, dude. He means movies. Right. Specifically movies that he's said, yeah, that that's great. Like the Dark Tower? No, not it's not great, Stephen King. Your credibility just went down the drain. Like, did he direct that movie? No, of course not. He's only directed one movie, and it's Maximum Overdrive. He was high on coke and fucked out of his mind. Did not which know which is he was a cult doing. classic to this day. Right? So. He didn't know what he was doing. I enjoy the movie. I think he could probably do another movie, but I think it was just a, a silly bunch of events that happened that made it good. Right. I don't think you should ever do redo Maximum Overdrive because it. It belongs where it is. Probably. But the thing that the point he was making was that any movie that Kev, Stephen King has vouched for that anybody else has directed or done. Right. Has usually been a pile of shit. Yeah. And typically he's they're right. Yeah. Like I watched Bag of Bones or as I like to call it a bag of shit. I never read the book, but I could not follow along. Like I wanted to enjoy this story, but it just sucked. Like, did you ever see uh, Langoliers? Yeah, and that's, I, I don't know, some people like that movie, I don't. I, I thought it was kind of boring. There's really parts in it, it that yeah. I like, and there's parts that I don't, but it's been so long since I've right. seen it. I think everything is solid, except for the actual depiction of the Langoliers. Oh, yeah, they are kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of like that movie, The Finest Hour. Yeah. Wasn't that the one where they had all the creatures that were, like, spinning around, they were yeah. invisible and shit? Mm-hmm. It was, like, a really cool fucking idea. And then when you find out what it is, it's like a baby, like, doing cartwheels. It's like... <laughs> what the fuck is what this? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this isn't scary. This is laughable. Right. Like, I just saw people just get shredded into dust. <laughs> like, and it's a smiley face with a ring around it? Like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I still enjoy it, though. Uh... Also, uh, we did get a teaser just recently for Victor Crowley, part four of Hatchet 4, basically. I've not seen it yet, but I did want to tell you guys about it because I know there are a lot of big Hatchet fans out there. It's a great movie. I like the first one. Yeah, the, that's what I was going to say. I've only seen the first I've one. I've seen the second, and I tried to watch the third, and I've been having troubles with that. And I like Adam. Adam Green, I believe it is. And I did watch... Digging up the marrow, which I, I, as much as I like Adam as a person, I and and a filmmaker and everything else that he does, I just couldn't get into that digging up the marrow. Yeah, uh, I wanted to. I loved the idea. I loved the concept. I thought it was weird, but I just felt like it just didn't land right. So I probably need to rewatch some of the Hatchet series. I'll be honest; I've not been super interested in anything of the Hatchet s- series for a while. But this, I did watch a little bit of the sneak. And it looks cool. It was really short. Like, I did watch it. I forgot I did. It does look okay, but there's not enough to really go by. Okay. But a lot of the guys, like one of the guys that's from the original first movie has made it all the way to four. Oh, really? Yeah. He's the like, boat. He's the tour boat guide guy. See, I've watched, the Asian guy. I can't like, think of his name. I watched the first one. I watched half the second one and kind of turned it off. 
and right. going back to the series. Rebel, rebel, bitch, bitch. <laughs> that song's in the beginning of Hatchet, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. So if you guys want to check that out, there is a link below. You can check that out. Also, we got Cujo, The Return of the Living Dead, coming to vinyl via Real Gone Music. So both of those movies, um, Cujo and The Returning Return of the Living Dead, is going to be coming out on vinyl. And uh, if you guys want to check that out, Patrick's starting to collect a little bit more. He Would you just pick up? A Lost Highway soundtrack. And why did you pick that up, Patrick? Because it's my favorite soundtrack besides Fight Club. Okay. And when you think about like the the soundtracks from the 90s, what iconic soundtracks do you think of from the 90s? From the 90s? Yeah, that's it's slim pickets a little right. bit. Right. But the the ones that I remember most would have to be Spawn. Okay. You know Fight Club. Oh, when you say soundtracks, I think of scores. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about complete soundtracks. Yeah, well, there's Judgment Night. There's fucking Spawn soundtrack. Uh, Lost Highway, Fight Club. Lost Highway, Fight Club. Yeah, that's those are pretty. Well, that's when. That's you. It, I think it seems like the mid '90s is where it kind of like soundtracks kind of lost their edge. It was more about soundtracks then than it was scores. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely more about like getting all the hot new talent that are making in bands. To well, put when a you really had cool like track soundtracks like, uh, especially Spawn, where they took like a lot of hot artists from the '90s and made them come together to do a collaboration on one song. Well, they weren't the they weren't the original ones to do that. Judgment Night was. They took yeah, yeah yeah They took like rock and alternative bands, or rock alternative and metal bands, and mixed them in with fucking like hip hop and shit like that. Right right right. And then Spawn like Born Spawn Killers. took like the electronic side. And did it with like hip hop and, and like the alternative alternative side. side. Right. So it was like this weird mix up, which is awesome. Right. I, I thought it was cool. Like I did like the soundtrack. Exactly. Another one, just because it's a great soundtrack from the '90s. I have to mention it. Natural Born Killers, which was put together by Trent Reznor, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Natural Born Killers was a big one too. But Return of the Living Dead is from the '80s. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It has features the Cramps, Forty Five Grave, the Flesh Eaters, the Damned, Rocky Erickson, the Jet Blackberries, T S O L and S S Q. It doesn't say about the weight of the vinyl on here. If but it's not one hundred and eighty, and they want forty dollars for it, you can tell them to suck a dick because <laughs> it's not worth it. But that one, the the uh, the ones coming out, they're both coming out on October sixth. By the way, um, the Cujo. Uh, music for the motion picture includes new cover art and production stills. There's a limited edition St. Bernard vinyl, which is pretty cool. There's a limited edition black and brown Tarman vinyl for the Return of the Living Dead, I forgot to mention. But they're both coming out October 6th. This is a little bit of a, a little sidetrack here, but do you know what Cramp song is on that? Off the top of my head, it's... Uh, oh, I'm a... Fuck. I do know it, but it was on a B-Sides album from The Cramps. It wasn't necessarily on an album. Right. Yeah, and it was called The Zombie Something. I know exactly which one you're... Is it The Zombie Dance or... Yeah, it's like The Zombie... Living dead now, baby. Lose your head now, baby. Do yeah, yeah, the yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Do the it, dead. Yeah, I think... It's not Do the Dead. It's, it's called Living Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to Something like that. I, I can't remember... Yeah, I I wouldn't mind having the Return of the Living Dead, but I don't have a fucking vinyl player, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. I have that little portal one. I, you can have it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it over next time. All right, cool. Start building my collection. No, I'm just kidding. Just for me, 
Don't put anything that's 180 on that, please. <laughs> because I, I don't like the player. Well, just, I think just it's a tell Dakota player. to get you a vinyl like uh, belt-driven, another one of those, and I'll fucking... <laughs> You'll buy it from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what did you pay for yours? He gave it to me. All right, well, tell him I'll pay him 30 bucks for it, whatever. <laughs> right. If he can find a belt-driven one, then I'll fucking take it. You don't. You, you want a direct drive. You don't want belt-driven. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, you want direct drive. Anyway, that's it for the news. So, guys, what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into our full moon roulette. We spun and we won a movie from the 90s from the Full Moon Direct catalog called Bad Channels. So stick around for that right now. Alright guys, we're back for the Full Moon Roulette. If you guys don't know what this is, we'll explain it to you now. We have a wheel of horror that we spin. And on this board it has, well, we have two technically. Because we used to have a C and say, and now we have a new one that's like legit. Yeah. And all we need to do now is put little like foil sparkly stickers all the way around it. <laughs> it's got a skull, we push a button. and it's the shimmer. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it is quite a uh, ornate, right? <laughs> it is a decadent. Uh, but anyway, so we had. I told Patrick that uh, we spun it last week, and I told Patrick what we were going to be watching, and it is Bad Channels from nineteen ninety two. So June twenty fifth, this movie hit the stores on your VHS rental shelf. <laughs> Or beta, even, maybe. I don't even know. It might have been around at that time. Back when there was Blockbusters around. Fuck Blockbuster. These were like home, mom and pa stores, man. Yeah, we like didn't video have, update. And, yeah, uh, we didn't have like all those like big chains yet. I think, I think Blockbuster was around in 92. I don't know. I know we had a store right down the street from us. I lived in a small little town, and we had this little store called Green Valley Video. There was two that I used to go to. It was a video update. And Hollywood video. Okay. Say, so, well, you probably lived in the city, though, so... Yeah. I lived in Podunk, fuck you, town. <laughs> right. Y'all yeah. want a movie, here? Y'all want to build some popsicles? <laughs> some popsicle tents or something? We could do some fun thing. You want to bang some rock on some dirt? We got some watercolors over yeah. there. Oh, my God. You ever seen this? This is a kite. You ever seen a <laughs> kite fly? Like it's powered a, by the wind. Yeah. Back in my day, we used to dig holes in the ground for fun. Then we'd take shits in them and cover them up. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, back to Bad Channels. Uh, the story, an alien lands in a small town and promptly takes over the local radio station. The disc jockey Dan O'Dare on Dangerous Radio 66, Superstation 66, essentially ties himself to his booth with chains and a padlock, playing a polka record over and over and over again until someone wins the combination by calling in. And if they guess the combination, he's set free. He or she will win a car. Anyway, so <laughs> the TV news anchor wins 
But then aliens use the radio station and Dan's amused audience to target and subsequently shrink women for his collection. See, that was the uh, crazy story. By the way, this movie is directed by Ted Nicolau, who you guys may already know. We've mentioned him before many times. He is the director of Terror Vision, The Dungeon Masters, all of the subspecies movies, Ragdoll, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, which is a big one. It was a Charles Band original idea, and then writer Jackson Barr, who we actually just talked about with the Seed People movie we did just a week ago or so, he actually wrote Tracers 2, Subspecies, Seed People, like I said, and he helped write some characters in the Puppet Master vs. Demonic Toys, which is another really great movie. Oh, it's, yeah, it's up there. I think I like Demonic Toys the most. Yeah. But all three of those movies I can tolerate. Like, yeah. I like them all. Because that baby fucking, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember. A mouthy fucking little right, bastard. Right, right. <laughs> there hasn't been a Puppet Masters that I haven't enjoyed. Uh, I don't think you've watched them all. <laughs> I've watched up to four. I love you, Full Moon, but some of those are bad. <laughs> and Demonic Toys 2 is really bad. I think it's one of my guilty pleasures then. Because I, I kind of, I know some of them are bad, but... I kind of get Maybe. by. I need to rewatch them before I give a real opinion. But uh, also, Dennis Dale did the uh, robots and some of the effects for the robot creature in the movie. He was also did some work on Robo jo- uh, ro- Robot Jocks. Oh, dude, that is one of my favorite good 80s one. sci-fi films. He also did Gnaw, a.k.a. Food of the Gods 2. He also did Cast a Deadly Spell, which was the guy from Remo Williams. Uh, I can't think of his name. Fred something or another. I'm still stuck on Robot Jocks, dude. I'm just like, crash and burn. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's a different movie, actually. Oh, is that a Robot There's Jocks? There's a crash, crash and Burn movie, and then there's Robot Jocks. Well, they say Crash and Burn and Robot Jocks as well. I don't know how they're connected, but I'm pretty sure there's two separate movies. Okay. I could be wrong. You could be. Also, Greg Anarowitz, he did some of the creature effects, special effects. He was uh, he actually worked on Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Terminator 2, Lawnmower Man, Seed People, Robot Wars, and Man's Best Friends, amongst many others. I think Robot Wars was the, the uh, sister movie to Robot Jocks. That's what I thought, but there's also Crash and Burn, and I thought there was Robot Jocks. Because I don't know if they would change the name for any reason. But. No. Uh, some of the cast that we had in this movie is Martha Quinn, who was a video jockey for MTV. She was one of the more popular ones, I think. There was uh, I thought I recognized Tabitha Sorensen and a yeah, like, yeah. couple other people. But what was that hippie guy's name? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, but he was a uh, he was a uh, he won the video DJ contest. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was like he he faked it so he could win. <laughs> they were like, I'm homeless. I just want to do this. And he had like a lot of charisma. He was like charisma. Right. Everything. He was a character and he, he kind of enjoyed watching him. I could see right. why he won. But she plays Lisa Cummings in this movie. She also played a newscaster in Dead Heat. She was in Chopper Chicks and Zombie Town and Problem Child 2. Uh, she was a big, hot, like a heartthrob back in the MTV days. Right. Like a lot of guys really thought she was beautiful and whatever. Pre Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Well, everybody watched MTV back in the day, guys. This yeah. is before they started mucking it up with... Teen Mom. Yeah, stupid fucking reality TV and shows. pregnant. Also, it starred Paul Hip, who plays DJ Dan O'Dare. He actually uh, was in the movie Face Off, bit part. Yeah, it had to be a small bit part, because I don't remember him. 
he was in a few things. He was in Waking the Dead, which is kind of a underground independent film. He did Teenage Caveman, which was kind of ridiculous. Is that like kind of like a ripoff of Encino Man? I don't remember. I, I saw it once, and yeah. I don't remember much about it. Um, also, he was in 444, Last Day on Earth, which has Willem Dafoe in it. It's not a bad movie. It's a little artistic. Also, full moon favorite, Sonny Carl Davis, or back in the day, just known as Sonny Davis. He plays Peanut. He was in the movie Where the Buffalo Roam, bit part there, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Terror Vision, Tracers 2, and all of the Evil Bong movies, was and he the, even a uh, Killjoy movie. Was he the cable guy in Terror Vision? Yes. Okay. I told you these do-it-yourself 100s are <laughs> temperamental. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Uh, also, Aaron Lustig, Vernon, he plays Vernon Locknut, or as I like to call him, I'm practically a doctor in every fucking movie that's ever been made. I'm a doctor. Guy. <laughs> but yeah, he's been seriously played a doctor in pretty much a lot of fucking movies. Like, I was like looking through his whole thing and it's literally like doctor, 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 <laughs> doctor, doctor. I'm like, you're just fucking. He just has that face. He's, I and I think he's cool with it. Like, like most actors are like, fuck that. I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be the fucking astronaut or make me a dad or some shit like challenge me a little bit but he was like fuck it i'm a doctor he discussed one of those faces I he guess. was like i wanted to be a doctor but i fell into acting and so this way i kind of scratch both itches but i'm not I'm, a doctor but i play one but on i TV play one on movies <laughs> uh he was in edward scissorhands dark man the shadow uh scanner cop 2 which i really wanted to watch during these uh 90s movies pinocchio's revenge and the relic Doctors, pretty much. There's one that he didn't. You know what? The Relic is kind of it's I, a good movie. It's, it, it's a gem. Yeah, it was. It was a big budget movie, but it was like kind of a little bit behind on some of the CGI. It was kind of underrated for its time. It is cool. I, think. I like yeah. it too. Also, Charlie Spaulding was in this movie. Uh, she's called Cookie. She's the waitress at the diner. Um, she was actually the poster girl for Full Moon. She was in the movie Twice Dead. Wild at Heart is a big part that she had. I love that movie. She did a little bit role in The Blob 1988, Puppet Master 2, Mirror Mirror, and she was even in the Doors movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Play his girlfriend? No, I don't know. What she, it was just a smaller role. It wasn't a big role. All right. But she was in there. Um, but what did you think? What did you think of this movie? All right, so pretty much going into it, I kind of felt like it was trauma-esque. Okay. But without the nudity, gore, and swearing. Yeah. There's, so it there missed was no on sw- those marks. There was swearing in it. Okay, so they say fuck twice Yeah. in the movie. It took him a long time, too, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it, it definitely had to the you know the spirit of trauma. You think? I don't think so. That's 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 the heart of Full Moon right there for me. You think? Yeah. Bad Channels to me is kind of like uh, I mean, it's not the heart of the company, but at its at its core, it is a very Full Moon esque movie. It just felt like it was kind of like Free Spirit, like most trauma films are. You know what I mean? It it was it didn't take itself seriously, but they had fun doing it, and right. you could tell. But uh, it, it was definitely missing some of those trauma elements. Like I said, like the gore wasn't there, the swearing wasn't there, and the nudity definitely was not there. Well, did you need <laughs> it to enjoy it? or Maybe. Do you, you, can you please put your pants back on, please? All right, hold on a second. Can I get my belt back on for a second? <laughs> <laughs> He's like using it to choke himself out. Hey, Robin, no! Okay. I'm trying to do a oh, monkey God, jump. That's over. so bad. I love Robin Williams. Yeah, don't do that. I don't. That's so bad. <laughs> 
Because, I, you know, come on now. <laughs> anyway, continue on. But uh, no, all in all, it was it was okay. It it, it like it it was a mix between like old like kind of like nineteen fifties sci fi films with a little trauma splash onto it. Right. Okay. Well, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I it's one of those movies that I probably enjoyed a little bit more when it came out. Right. Because for me, when it was coming, when it came to like movies to watch, like and video stores were like the thing to do, because like there was a time there, like people went to the theaters, you know, they still did, but everybody was just like, hey, you want to watch a movie tonight? You're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go down to Green Valley Video. You know, we're going to get a fucking movie. Son, come with me. And it was like an adventure. And like if you wanted to buy the movie, you could pay like 80 to $140 and get one. Right. Like on beta or VHS or whatever. And you know what? I really miss those old video like yeah that's how you found stores, movies right when you go in they have same thing little... with cds and tapes and shit like exactly. that it used but to be we that still way have zia records and zia records is probably one of the best record stores we have to like find stuff yeah especially okay. like older shit and stuff like that but those old video stores i just miss going in they have their own little arcade they have maybe like a pinball machine well or this two. is this is at the heart of like the video days like that right. straight to video was big at this time and i remember seeing this movie on the shelf and it was like blue oyster cult or something all over and i was like oh i know who they are don't fear the reaper right, you know? right 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 so i was like i'm gonna go fucking check this out um the soundtrack's actually not so bad from what i remember back in the day i used to like it a lot more <laughs> a lot of hair bands well there was like a couple bands that i really liked and we'll get into that more a little bit later but uh for its time for me it was good <laughs> yeah, it was okay i bought it on tape um the, the soundtrack and i th- and or cd at the time uh i think i bought it a couple of times it's pretty <laughs> it was pretty rare to get but uh it was the they actually the blue oyster call did the actual score music for the movie as well you know what about the, that score? It kind of reminded me of like some old like ministry, like maybe with Swin. You think? With, I don't like, know. Ma- no, I'm talking about like with sympathy. Anything past that? No. But with sympathy, it kind of had those notes, and maybe uh, right, who's the other band? I'm thinking. I can't. I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, Revolting Cox. Okay. I mean, it has it. It definitely has like a '90s theme to it. Yeah. Because at the early '90s, there were still like butt rock bands that were still exactly. kind of popular. You know what I mean? Like you had like White Lion and like all these like sort of like That's '80s hair s- bands uh, still trying said. to milk the '80s titty. Exactly. It like '80s lasted until like '95. Right. It was well. <laughs> I mean, there's like Dream Theater that carried the torch for a little bit. Right. Uh, but this band, there was a lot of bands in this movie. So not just the the score and the music, uh, not just the score music, but they also had Blue Oyster Cult did put a couple of tracks in. There was a band called Psychotic Symphony, which I adored. They did a song called Manic Depresso, which I fucking love. Uh, it's like, hi, good morning, boys and girls. And what do I see in my mirror? <laughs> it was like all silly. Did you remember that part? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There was another band that was a little more edgy. Ted Nicolau wanted to have him in there, and they were like kind of like on the fence. Yeah, if they wanted to be in like a gymnasium with a fucking bunch of little kids and stuff, but they actually ate it up, and they were called DMT long before most people probably knew what DMT, DMT was. Man, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what that man- means. I didn't look that up. There was also Fair Game, which was like a one male singer with like four or like three. Uh, chicks who play guitar and bass, which was kind of edgy and new. Plus, it's you know, sexy hot chicks who kick ass and guitar. What's what's wrong with that? It's a uh, it was edgy kind of because it was different. You know, there was like a lot of female uh, players, which is very appealing. But they didn't really go too 
too far. Yeah. But apparently Ted Nicolau thought he was they were really cool. There was another band called Joker and FU2. Everybody was like starting to use acronyms or not acronyms, but like shortening things at this point in time. Right. This is before abbreviation. We, yeah, this was definitely before LOL. Like right. pre LOL. Like came FDM. Like remember that shit? Like everybody yeah. thought it meant fuck motherfucking Depeche Mode or something. Oh, kill motherfucking Depeche Mode. Right, there we go. Yeah. Uh, also, it does have it's. It is kind of considered to be, in my opinion, that one of my favorite full moon movies for some reason, and I don't know why. I think it just it just had a full package. It didn't do really well. A lot of people didn't like it. Thought it was silly and stupid, and the soundtrack sucked, and all this other shit. And they made oh, it sounds big. right up your alley. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but. I mean, I was younger, but I really loved it. This is a soundtrack at the time, and I loved that psychotic, psychotic symphony band a lot. So, what about you? Did you like any of the music in there? Some of the music was okay. I really liked the, the opening score to the movie. Like I said, it, it kind of reminded me of like some of the uh, earlier Ministry shit, like with Sympathy. Yeah. I don't know if I feel that, but... Yeah, but it, like I don't know why, but like my, my head automatically went to like early Ministry revolting cocks for some reason hmm. i don't know why i think i like the uh first video that they did in the in the movie oh with that's fair game where they're in the diner yeah yeah that's and that fair was game. an awesome fucking track right. and the other ones i really didn't give a, a flying flip about that was Char- that was charlie that's the the poster girl for the full moon okay full moon movies poster girl she was like she was saying that she couldn't even handle the... She was supposed to be a waitress, and she couldn't hold the tray. Like, she kept <laughs> dropping the shit. Like, she was really bad at it. So, she was making fun of herself. Okay. Besides those two tracks right there, I didn't really care for the rest. Okay. Well... I mean, although I did enjoy the the the, the shot the way they shot it, because it just felt like early fucking 80s, early 90s, where, you know, when MTV was good. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, like, it's supposed to be a comedy, and there's not really that much humor in it. No. It's just like, oh, this, it's, it's just tolerable. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I've seen so much worse full moon movies, and I don't know why, but this one had kind of some sort of creativity to it, and it was just kind of ridiculous. Right. At the same time, it wasn't, like, super laughable, like, funny moments or anything. But th- there was, and there wasn't. Yeah, it was kind of just, like, middle of the road. Yeah. I totally agree with that. The soundtrack was kind of like a bonus thing that they did. It just definitely does not compare to Terror Vision. No. Like, it is, it's like three tiers below that. Right. In my opinion. Because the soundtrack was good that for that. The score was amazing for that. Right. The monster was amazing for that. Well, did you, did you watch all the way to the very end? I did. Okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm just curious. But Ted Nicolau apparently is a huge fan of rock and roll aliens and comedy so that is why this was like perfect for him in his mind but he has done you know subspecies the whole fucking thing and those are actually pretty good they're not bad like if you've ever watched them i've i've always heard the first one's like good and then the second one's like meh or no i'm sorry the first one's decent and the second one's like the shit no shit so i've only watched the first one well you can get the the full moon direct and i'm not pitching this because we're getting paid by them guys just we're not getting paid by anybody no um, but I do have Full Moon Direct. I think it's like six bucks a month, and they have their entire catalog. Oh no shit! Yeah. Oh, damn, so you I can watch pretty much anything you want on there, dude, and you should because it's like I'm trying to catch up and watch it. Do they have other stuff outside of the scope of Full Moon, or is it just Full Moon? 
It's it's a little bit outside of it. They have Blue Underground in there too. Oh really? Which is like zombie and like uh, some of the Blind Dead collections in there. Okay. Uh, a couple other things like some old Italian stuff. Pretty cool. There's some Empire stuff. You know, for six bucks, this doesn't sound that bad. I don't think so. Cinemaphile said that this movie was so bad that they gave it a zero out of four stars. I don't think it was that bad. Yeah, I didn't think so either. It's like they called it a mess. And saying, I fear that the creators of this movie must have had brain tissue damaged sometime in their lifetimes. They were just some up, uptight yuppies. Probably. That's what it sounds like. Well, they, they're probably like, I watch, you know, right. Schindler's List. They don't understand Grindhouse. Oh, uh, so. have you ever seen? It's like, dude, right. that's not what Full Moon's about, guy. It's kind of Grindhouse-ish. It's a little... I don't know about Grindhouse. It's just like gorilla making movies like yeah whatever we can do dude throw it together what's his name uh the, the guy who's amazing at roger this. corman roger corman very similar yeah he had a little bit more budget than i think charles a little bit but they're kind of considered to be the 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 kings of it yeah um they actually made some trading cards for this movie <laughs> really? yeah i tried finding it i found a pack of the full moon trader cards really? for like four bucks unopened what did you get that shit no I don't have money for that kind of shit. Four dollars? I, I would have gave you four dollars for that. Oh, all right, give me four bucks. I'll buy it, dude. I oh, I just spent all that money on my fucking Lost Highway soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which he spent an hour and a half before coming over here just to get a goddamn fucking record. Hey, it was the last one of its kind, right? Anyway, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. They did have a lot of different trading cards. Full Moon did, and there was like I think there was like thirteen that you could get. So I think there was only like I don't know. During the, the trading card phase, I guess. Yeah. Back when Garbage Pail Kids were a big thing. I think Garbage Pail Kids were a little bit before that. Oh, yeah? The original ones, yeah. Um, there was, like, similar things. They even tried to go the muscle man route. If you guys are old enough and remember that, these little pink figures that were, like, little, like, characters, like, heroes and, like, weird things. They were called muscle men. And Garbage Pail Kids tried to do something very similar to that. So you would get a pack of cards and some of the like little tiny like plastic creatures like rubber. Right. Do you remember uh what was it Pocket Monsters I think they were called? I think so. Where they came in like you didn't know what you got. It was like came in a foil package and you open it and it came with a dissolvable like package and you put it in water so. and you would spin it around and you would see what monster you got. I think I think I remember something about that but you're a little younger than me. Yeah, I'm I remember. F- I used to like. I used to shoplift them a lot. <laughs> I oh. never got in trouble for shoplifting them. Well, now you know. Police come and get them. <laughs> Fucking criminal! Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> there, uh, you know, the three-headed monster. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, movie, yeah. and I, I don't want to say when it is, in case you haven't seen this movie. But there was a name for it. It was called Morphus Cosmo. This is the name of the creature. And what does that derive from? I don't know. They didn't explain that. <laughs> but the creator of it's called Amorphous Cosmo. Okay. Uh, but they used a remote control to move the face and the mouth and shit. And then they used wire control to use the necks so that they would bend and shit like that. So uh, it took like, I think it was like three or four people to operate that damn thing. It, it, it was nothing special. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's silly. Yeah. Um, also, Psychotic Symphony director Nicolau said that they... When he met them for the first time, he never even saw their real faces. Really? Because all they were doing is wearing the masks like they would 
for stage. Right. And he was like, you guys want to do this? We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. He's like, I didn't even know what they look like. Like, I had no idea <laughs> what they looked like. I just knew they were psychotic symphony. So, <laughs> um, do you have any other, uh, any things that you found in the movie that maybe you want to point out or any favorite scenes or anything? I'm trying to think of a favorite scene. See what I mean? Scene. It's Everything so middle of the road. It's, it's hard it's to... It's so... Yeah, it's so mundane. So kind of like wishy-washy. By the way, guys, I've been trying to quit smoking. So if you hear me hitting this thing in here, I hope I'm not being rude. But I've got this uh, this vape. Yeah, he's vaping, guys. He's like... He's a part of the new generation now. It's not about being cool, man. He got like it's this special bubblegum... Like blueberry flavor. Oh my god! <laughs> and when you're dying of cancer, and I'm smoking that shit and blowing it in your face, you'll be fucking thinking something else, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> but uh, do you have any favorite scenes? I think one of my favorite scenes would have to be when they first come up to the guy that originally went out to the radio towers for a distress call. It was a police officer, I believe. Oh, and, yeah, go ahead. And, and I remember him just freaking out a bunch. And then he was like talking about the alien wanted to touch him with a pole. And not the way he said it. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> like he was a rape victim. It was hilarious. <laughs> they might have been making fun of a little light joke there. Right. And and, then, and there's another scene. My other second favorite scene. Same guy is that they actually brought him to the hospital and they were taking him out of the, the fucking squad car. And he had mentioned something like he had cooties and not to touch him. And I was like... Oh, yeah, on his stomach. <laughs> that guy that was like freaking out. He was like, they touched me with the pole. <laughs> yeah. Right here. And he starts convulsing. Yeah, that was kind of silly. Oh. Um, uh, one of mine is definitely the nurse scene before she gets sucked up by the aliens. Because essentially what is happening here, guys... Is that there's there's this alien who's in this like spacesuit yeah. and he's got this like gigantic meteorite looking head with like one of those like what do you call them like maybe like a port window or well like... it's no it's like uh, when you when you weld oh yeah, yeah, yeah spot yeah. welder helmet spot welder yeah 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 he's like got that on but they built this like gigantic meteorite that looks completely awkward to wear and he's like got like mittens on and he's like. That's He's, what made it me, made it me feel like it was like a nineteens like sixties or fifties kind oh, of. Oh, like it totally is film. totally. Yeah, I bet you that. Yeah, I guarantee you it's a throwback to that, but like more updated. Yeah. Um. They like these these creatures land in this in this near this radio station and they're trying to use the radio station to try to pick up signals of people who are listening to the radio station to suck up pretty ladies into a collection like uh, he collects these things i don't know what he's gonna do he walks into the radio station they're all freaking out they don't know what to do the door gets blown off and then suddenly the door is back up which is weird but the door gets blown off and then they put a bomb some sort of like mold bomb down and they're like explodes and then the whole place has got like green mold over everything right and they passed out like the two guys like there's the disc jockey dan o'hare and then his like engineer and then they like kind of try to fight against them and stuff but anyway during this time they're like sucking up people by trying to like they find out earmuffs they find out spoiler alert by the way that if anybody's listening to Dan O'Hare's voice, they can track a person by his voice. So they bounce the signal off wherever somehow, and then they suck people up. They miniaturize them into these little little tubes, and that's how they have, like, they're trying to collect all four women to go back to their planet or whatever the fuck they're doing. Anyway, 
when they do this, they these people go into this trip out phase where they're like listening to music and they start seeing shit. Right, kind of like, like a music, like Nightmare on Elm Street or something. Kind of. Like, uh, it's like a music video though. Right. Like, like all of a sudden, the band that's like playing the song, it's like they're like, "Hey, we'll shoot a music video for you, but we'll turn it into a, like a movie segment." So that you're like, and all these people are like, each girl's like dancing around and like a part of this whole fucking video. Right. And it's kind of cool. Like, it is kind of cool. Like, they did individual videos for It definitely for each takes of you back. It's yeah. like, I, I remember the early fucking 90s and when MTV used to do something that mattered. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It very much, but these are like, a lot of these people are like no-name bands. Oh, yeah, dude. That one song that talks about what was it? It was talking about masturbation. I can't remember the lyrics for the song. Oh, now. "Touch Myself" by DMT. I couldn't even look at that singer. I was like, "You were fucking a creep, dude. You're yeah. so creepy." But it's totally like fucking. Uh, it's very grungy. Yeah, sounds very cutting edge grunge at that time for sure. Um, which they filmed in '91, so that was kind of around the time that it started kind of getting popular. I don't. It didn't get released to what '92. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also, there was one, one scene when they're, when they're trapped in this room, cause this, this creature and this robot take over these controls of the fucking DJ radio booth and they're trapped in there and he doesn't know how to get out because they're like stuck in there. And like they turn their, his friend, the engineer into a pile of mold and right. he's like in a pod or some shit. And then like, he doesn't know how to get out and everybody thinks that he's like doing this radio show because he's such a jokester. They think he's making it up. To get ratings. Right. So he's like the boy who cried DJ, you know, <laughs> or whatever. The boy who cried alien, pretty much. Right. Um, but he starts cussing for the first time after it's like towards the end of the fucking movie. And I'll, 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 dude, I, I literally counted. They just said fuck twice. And that's the only curse words that are in this fucking movie. Yeah. Like he had the good taste to not cuss while the aliens were controlling the world. Right. Essentially. Like, <laughs> that was you and me, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck shit. Cunt. I, what? Get me the fuck out of here. You piece of shit. Right. Like, I would be saying shit that's illegal. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Breaking yeah. the fucking door, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it right now because this is illegal. <laughs> Do you have any other scenes that you might want to bring up? Or? Uh, You know, there wasn't much that, that really, like, sparked my interest. I mean, it was okay movie. It was a, a fun watch. Um, right. But it'll it'll be a couple years before I watch it again. Yeah, it's not, it's not something I rush out to, to watch again. Like, yeah. I own it. I'm not ecstatic about it. But if you haven't seen it, you know, throw it on. Yeah, if you're into the full moon spectrum and you kind of know what to expect, honestly, I don't think this is a bad movie. It's actually w better acted, but not so well written Yeah. than most of the full moon movies, that's, I think. That's, that's well versed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just seems like it just, like, I don't know, it's different. It's kind of stupid. But I'd probably go middle of the road. If I had to give it, like, a, out of a 10, I'd probably give it, like, a four or five. Yeah. Maybe a four. Maybe four and a half. Something like that. And that's if we're forced. But that's one of those fours that I'll watch again because I have fond memories of it as a kid. Exactly. Is there anything that you think it should have done better? I think there there could have been a little bit more gore in it. Anything. Anything. It was a little too slapsticky. Yeah. A little... I mean... It's it's so weird because the idea and the concept of it is so silly, but somehow they pull it off to like this plateau yeah. where it's acceptable. Exactly. Like it's, I, it, I didn't it, feel it's like so, I was. 
I didn't cringe or anything. I just exactly. It's just so middle of the road that I've never seen a, a, a movie that has quite done it this well. It did some cool things though that wasn't in the middle of the road though. Yeah, maybe. But, but as far as like the writing and stuff, like I didn't. There was nothing I was like laughing about. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what was that guy's uh, the, the the interviewer's name? Uh, was his trip something? Was it trips? I can't remember his name, but the the black interviewer on that, oh, that main cable yeah, I think it was station. Trip, yeah. Trip something. I thought some of the interactions between him and Dan O'Dare were kind of humorous. Yeah, he was kind of funny. I guess I could say that. He was kind of funny. Yeah. But other than that, nothing else that kind of sticks out to me. I like, oh, oh, there was that one part towards the end when they finally get out of the place, earmuffs. When they get out, they're like, he's like, so Dan, what do you think of this? And da 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 da. And he's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, that's the second fuck in the movie. Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Wow, it's kind of harsh." <laughs> right. Like, I don't really even see why he was mad at him to begin with. He was kind of pretentious, fuck. He was. He was for- pretentious, but not enough for you to go. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I probably would have been irritated that I just got out and this guy's rubbing a mic in my mouth, right? And all like his dick. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, man, yeah. suck it. Just a tip. Jesus Christ, I cut that out. <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> and of course, can't forget, last but not least, this is the movie that leads into another movie, which is Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Because you see Doll Man at the very end, look at the sign of Bahuda. It's like 20 miles to Bahuda, and that means that basically he's going to go there because at the end of this movie, there was one girl left in the tube that didn't make it out because they blew up everybody else out of the tube, and this is where Doll Man meets in, and then it goes directly into the Doll Man versus Demonic Toys movie, which is actually pretty cool. Right. But it's also kind of creepy because the girl that he gets and falls in love with is actually the teenager from the high school like what at least i can't remember but it might have been (laughs) i guess that's about it for fucking full moon roulette with bad channels from 1992 have you guys seen this movie what do you think of it do you have any particular favorite scenes or favorite uh songs in the in the thing are you as old as me and had a moment in your life where you're like this is awesome (laughs) and we could high five and maybe like go jerk off or something no kick i was gonna say kick a soccer ball around yeah yeah you don't play soccer dog don't lie i used to play soccer you're out of control man (laughs) but yeah have you guys seen this fucking movie do you uh do you like this movie? Let us know by signing off in the comments of any of our social media. I obviously want to thank you for coming back on, man. I really appreciate it, dude. It's nice to hang out. You it is. Try to come hang out even if it's not recording. Uh, you know, it's not fun unless I can fart into a mic. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's kind of weird that you say that because that's how your breath smells when I... Brittany's been complaining about that and that mic at your use. Oh, has she been? All She's right. like, why does it smell like asshole and pickles? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys, by the way, don't forget this Thursday, we're going to be coming back for our episode of werewolf movies. We're going to be talking about Project Metal Beast, and we're also going to be talking about Full Eclipse with Mario Van Peebles. So if you haven't seen them and you want to check them out before we talk about it, probably a good idea. If not, we'll see you on Thursday and we'll rock your fucking socks off. <laughs>
rock your face off. Tenacious G. <laughs> That's what it makes me think of when I say that shit. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming by. If you haven't already, please go to longlivethevoid.com. Make sure you share our episode. If you have listened, it really does go a long way to help us out. And if you're listening on iTunes and you gave us a rating or review, I fucking will have your children. <laughs> I will give birth to your children. Like whatever His you want. vaginal canal is quite large. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Patrick. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, bro. All right, brother. I'll see you guys this week on Thursday. Later, guys. Have a good week. Thursday for part two of Rarewolf.